Time management is rarely something that comes naturally. I had to work to get to the point that I'm at today. And I still have days that I go to bed thinking, oh man, I could have done better today. But that's okay. I'll do better tomorrow. It's a new day. I've created a course to help you work through time management and much, much more because it's not just time management. People are constantly asking me, how do you do it all, Jen? It's my time management, my routines, my systems, but that's not all. It's how I do it, but it's not the main way I do it all. It's just a small portion of it. I know that may sound a bit confusing, so how do I do it all? Stay tuned to hear about it. Hey mama, welcome to Restored Mama. Do you wish your days didn't go by in a blur because you are so busy? Ready to kill it as a homeschool mom trying to juggle home, family, and business as well? Does it feel like you're just trying to survive the day until you put your kids to bed? Do you need a time management strategy to balance it all? Hey, I'm Jen. I too was a mom that was trying to do it all but accomplishing nothing. I too felt worn out and drained and wished for freedom and balance in my life. I wanted to enjoy life and live out the God placed on me, but I kept telling myself life was always going to be this busy and I would never escape being that hot mess mom who lost her identity to motherhood until I found structure and time management strategies that actually work. In this podcast, you will find ways to prioritize to help you balance it all, learn habits to bring ease in your day, God-centered conversations to help you focus on what is really important, and ways to enjoy motherhood so that you will be able to go to bed feeling accomplished and loving life again. Warm up that cold coffee, kick up your feet. You deserve a break. Are you depressed, filled with anxiety, stressed and overwhelmed? Mom life can be hard, but it doesn't have to be. Ditch the Overwhelm is a course designed to help you find ways to manage your busy mom life with ease and enjoy the day-to-day life instead of waking up dreading the day to come. I know you're already overwhelmed with life and you're thinking it's impossible for me to do school on top of it all. (laughs) Well, the title course can sound a bit intimidating and overwhelming in itself. I know. But this course is created special for you, the overwhelmed mama. I had you in mind when I created this. It's designed to be able to get through at your own pace, and it's only a couple of hours of time each week to be able to get your life back. Doesn't that sound worth it? So give up one or two of those movies you plan on watching this next week and get started on ditching the overwhelm to see amazing changes be able to happen in your life. You will find balance in your busy mom life so you can have the time to do what God has called you to do. Learn how to manage your time effectively through time management routines and systems so you can free up more time than just those little cracks in your day, keep that short fuse at bay, and avoid feeling so spread thin. Head on over to restoredmama.com slash ditch the overwhelm or click the link in the show notes and sign up today. If you can't get the course now or you need help in other areas and want some help to work through the season that you're in, You can book a personal development coaching session with me to walk through those areas that you're struggling. My heart is to help people get out of that state of overwhelm, exhaustion, depletion, fear, anxiety, and depression to break free from all of that. And you can. So let's talk about how I did that so you can begin your journey to break free and live in the freedom that God has for you. The first thing is time management. It took a lot for me to figure out time management. It was a struggle in the beginning because I was just bombarded with everything that I had to do. I've always been very busy with having been a single mom and working and doing school, all that, all trying to raise my kiddo alone, and then becoming a wife, a stepmom, and merging our families, and then having more kids, and then everything else on top of that outside of mom life, all of my other responsibilities. It's a lot. 
And when I didn't have time management in the beginning, I was just struggling to keep my head above water. So it took me a lot to get to the point of learning how to manage my time effectively. Of course, time management is one big thing that will help. If you can't manage your time effectively, then you will struggle in all the other areas that I'm going to talk about today. Rick Warren said, time is your most precious gift because you have only a set amount of it. So let's learn to manage our time wisely so we don't waste the most precious gift that God gave us. Ephesians 5, 11 through 17 says, don't waste your time on useless work, mere busy work, the barren pursuits of darkness. Expose these things for the sham they are. It's a scandal when people waste their lives on things they must do in darkness where no one will see. Rip the cover off those frauds and see how attractive they look in the light of Christ. Wake up from your sleep. Climb out of your coffins. Christ will show you the light. So watch your step. Use your head. Make the most of every chance you get. These are desperate times. Don't live carelessly, unthinkingly. Make sure you understand what the master wants. Don't live carelessly and unthinkingly. That end of those verses is just so clear. God wants us to use our time wisely. That means managing it and not letting our time manage us. I'm going to say that again. We need to manage our time, not let our time manage us. I have the full course that I've talked about to help you learn how to do just that from a biblical perspective. And I have episodes on pieces of it as well to help walk you through it if you can't purchase the course. But this course is going to help you nail all of this down to be able to figure out how to manage your time from a biblical perspective, focus your priorities, and do what God has called you to do. That way you don't have to struggle and try to figure it out over years and years of time like I did, bombarded by the overwhelm and anxiety and frustration and fear of what's going to come because I can't get everything done that I need to get done, and just fully overwhelmed and overtaken by daily life and unfulfilled. So the biggest way that I can recommend to start is time blocking and using a digital calendar with alerts for when you need to be somewhere. Set your day up in a five to seven block schedule. The amount of blocks will be determined by your stage of life. Do you have littles that are taking two or three naps still? Then you're probably going to have the seven blocks. Do you have kids that are only taking one nap or no naps? Or maybe your kids are at daycare or they're a little older and they're in school because you don't homeschool. So you have your day free to do everything else you need to do. You're going to have the five blocks. These blocks consist of a morning personal block that's no kids. It's just you or just you and your spouse. Then you have the AM family block. That is you, your kids, your spouse, if your spouse is home with you. This is all devoted to family stuff, like breakfast. If you homeschool, it's homeschool time. If it's summer and your kids are at home and you're at home with them, then this is whatever you want to do with your family. Then you have your work block. This is no kids. If you don't work, then you're obviously not going to have actual work in here. This is going to be your to-dos that you need to get done, any cleaning that you don't want your kids around for, because I do recommend keeping your kids and involving them when it comes to cleaning things around the house so they can learn. But there are certain things that you want to do without your kids around. This is random to-dos, paying bills, anything like that if you don't work. If you work, then this is anything that you need to get done for your business, for your job that you are an employee of, if you're working from home, things that you need to get done for your work. And this time frame of the block, it's really going to depend 
on your season, what you have to do, whether you work from home, out of the home, whether you're a stay-at-home mom and it's errands and to-dos, or if it's a business thing. Then after your work block is your PM family block. This is family. Everything that you have to do in the evening, once your kids get home from school, or once your work time is done, they wake up from their naps. This is when all that stuff happens. And oftentimes this block is packed full of stuff. This is homework. If your kids go to school and they have to do homework when they get home, this is preparing for dinner, eating dinner, cleaning up the house, all of that stuff. And then your family time in the evening after you clean up. And then the kids go to bed. You have your evening personal block. This is for just you or just you and your spouse. No kids. Kids are in bed. If you have seven blocks, you're going to have two smaller work blocks and then a midday family block. That midday family block is like between their naps, which during their naps would be your work blocks. Inside each block are routines that you've created for that block. So when you create your day around these blocks, you give yourself the permission to focus on those specific tasks and routines that you have in that block. And then you have the permission to forget about everything else until that next block. This frees up your mind from constantly thinking about everything that you have to do. You stop trying to do everything at once and you end up getting more done because you have planned out your time and you're being intentional with your time. All right, the second thing is setting goals. Psalms 24 through 5 says, May he grant your heart's desires and make all your plans succeed. May we shout for joy when we hear of your victory and raise a victory banner in the name of our God. May the Lord answer all your prayers. What are your heart's desires? What are your plans? What are you praying for? Within all of these plans and desires and prayers, we have to rely on God, but we also have some things in the natural that we need to do. And one of those big things is setting goals. I recommend doing SMART goals. SMART means specific. What do I want to accomplish? Why is this goal important? Who is involved? Where it's located? What resources are involved? All of the specific details. And then M is measurable. How much? How many? How do I know when I made it? How do you measure this goal? A is attainable. How will I reach the goal? Is it even possible? Is this an attainable goal that you can actually accomplish? Now, I want to do a little caveat here. With attainable, when these are goals that you are setting that you are working to accomplish, there needs to be an attainable portion to it. But you need to also have God goals. Like I can attain this part of it, but I am relying on God to help me attain this part of it. Because it is so important to have God-sized dreams and God-sized goals that you can only reach with God. But there are aspects to it that you can attain on your own. And that is where the attainable portion comes in. So I don't want you to get too stuck on this attainable portion. Do have the attainable portion for you, but don't dismiss the fact that anything is attainable when you look to God. All right. R is relevant. Is this worthwhile? Is this the time right now? And does it match my other needs? Is it relevant for my current life situation? Is this something that I might need to actually make for a goal for down the road in a few years. Is this relevant to my life right now? And time-based. When do I want to reach this goal by? Have a time frame on it. How long should it take? Are there steps between now and then that I can take? And how long will those steps take? 
you need to put a time frame on it. If you don't put a time frame, then this is just going to be one of those random goals that you hope one day, someday down the road, you can get to. Put that timeline on it. When you have something specific that you have set a goal for, whether it's something small or big, following these SMART goal structures will help you actually be able to attain it. It's important to have goals, big and small, short-term, long-term, and those God goals. It helps you to be intentional with your time and resources when you have a goal that you're trying to reach. I have lots of goals, long-term, short-term, daily goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, yearly goals. I have personal and business goals, and I have my God goals. But my current big short-term goal that I'm focused on right now is to get the house prepared to move. We're going to be moving soon. How soon, we don't exactly know, but God's spoken to me about a time frame and a specific timeline, so I have an idea, and that time frame is soon. And we know that the property that we're currently living in, the owners are going to tear it down in less than a year to build storage facilities, so no matter what, we're going to be moving in less than a year. I want this to be an easy and smooth move for us. So I have a plan in place to have multiple SMART goals that I have set for different stages of the move. The SMART goals I have will help me be able to actually achieve my end goal for the smooth, easy move, and I can have tangible things that I know I need to do and accomplish in this process because I've set these SMART goals. If I just said, I really want this move to go smooth, be super easy, I want an easy move and transition opposite of what happened last time because the last move when we moved into the property we're at now was very sudden and quick, and I was about to have a baby. So it was not smooth and easy, but thankfully we had lots of family and friends that were able to help us, which made it a lot better. But if I said that I want this to happen and be opposite of what happened last time, but then I didn't set any goals to actually make that happen, it's most likely not going to happen the way I hoped, and it'll turn into what happened last time. So set those SMART goals, follow through with them, and have time to actually follow through because you've structured your day in a flexible time-blocked system, and you are going to see amazing things begin to happen. All right, now you can have all the goals, follow the perfect time-blocked day every day, but if you don't do this last thing I'm going to talk about, all of this doesn't matter. Once I finally figured out how to manage my time effectively, how to set the goals to actually be achievable and what to do within setting those goals. If I didn't seek God, which is number three, seek God. If I didn't seek him in everything, all of that would have been for nothing. Paul J. Meyer said, productivity is never an accident. It is always the result of a commitment to excellence, intelligent planning, and focused effort. And I would add to this seeking God. So if you seek God, he is going to do miraculous things that managing your time and setting those goals couldn't actually accomplish for you. Proverbs 3, 6 says, seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. God tends to be the one that gets put on the back burner when things get busy or we feel like we don't have enough time to actually do it all. Okay, I'll pray later. I'm too tired or I have this I need to get done instead. I'll read my Bible later. Why is that? Why do we say that? We forget or we just haven't realized yet his true power and made that connection. God is the creator of all things, including time. It's impossible to add time to our day. 
When you manage your time effectively, it can seem as though you have added hours to your day because you're making better use of it and you're being intentional, but you're not actually adding more time. We all know this. But God is miraculous. When you put him first in your day, you are going to be amazed at what happens with your time in the day. It's like time just miraculously stretches, hours are added, and you're even more productive during those hours, and you enjoy it more. You'll begin to hear from God, and he will help you to begin to live out that calling that he's placed on your life. Just like Proverbs 3, 6, as you're seeking God, you're seeking his will in all you do. The more you seek God, the more he will reveal himself to you, and he is going to show you that path that you need to take for your goals. He is going to transition your goals into his goals. He's going to transition your plans into his plans. It takes the combination of managing your time effectively in the natural and seeking God and asking him to help you in the spiritual. Combining the natural and the spiritual is more powerful than you can ever imagine. And when you combine these three things that I talked to you today about, you will be unstoppable. Your day will start to go smooth. There's always going to be that outlier day, of course. Don't let that deter you, though. But you will begin to see the overwhelm dissipate, the anxiety decrease. And as you set your sights on God, that fear, that anxiety, that overwhelm will have no place left to reside. It will have no choice but to leave your life. If you want help to practically walk out what I talked to you today about, you can head over to RestoredMama.com, check out Ditch the Overwhelm course. It's going to take you step-by-step through what we talked about today, and it focuses on seeking God through it all. And you will see that fear and the anxiety and that overwhelm leave because it does have to. It has no place left in your life when you are putting God at the center of it all. I love you, Mama. Stay tuned for Wednesday because I have a really special guest that I'm so excited. She's coming to you to talk about praying for your children. It's my mom. I'm so excited for you to hear our conversation on praying over your kids. I am where I am today because of her prayers. There are times I should have died because of some very poor choices that I made and then just some other things that were outside of my control that happened. And because of her prayers and her intercession for me and her prayers, even when she was pregnant with me, her prayers as I was growing, whether I was going through a hard season or not, she prayed consistently. And it's because of her prayers that I am where I am today. I love you, Mama. We'll see you Wednesday. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. If you liked the episode, please take a moment to leave a review. This helps to get Restored Mama out there into the world to help more mamas like you find the joy and freedom in the restoration God has waiting for them. If you liked Mama's show, leave a review. It will help her get seen. I would love to hear your story, where you're at, and what you're hoping to learn and gain from Restored Mama. Send me an email at restoredmamapodcast@gmail.com at gmail.com to fill me in on your journey. I can't wait to hang out with you again next time. Until then, I hope this has blessed you today, and I can't wait to see what God is going to do in your life.